Right, intro to your podcast is what this is. I know, there's uh, the sound of the fan in the background. I don't even care, I'm going to turn the air con on. There we go. Because it's hot in here. And uh, this is where we do the show from these days in the shed, the shed of dreams. Uh, if you would like... Ooh, I'll get that one kick in. If you would like... Let me... Now I'm going to have to drop out the bass frequencies. There we go. Uh, if you would like to get a copy of the rap that's in today's show, let me know. I'll send you the uh, file that's on its own. Um, and here's what we did on radio earlier today. It's a weird show. But anyway, get stuck in and enjoy. Yay! It's a heat wave over. That's nice, isn't it? Because uh, for a while there, I felt like I'd moved to a different country. But no... Thank you for your messages about hot it's, how hot it's been, though. I might try and get through more of those. But mainly on today's show, interesting news about the Rwanda plan. There's a headline that basically meant I did something that was not worth it. Info on how... Be careful of people who are on Instagram. They might try and do something in your front garden. Um, a cost of living issue. We'll get the jingle out for that one. And a type of zombie to watch out for. I mean, look, that means it's a very full show already. So I'm just going to crack on. This is, I think this link will be interesting in terms of how the show gets put together. Because there was a story in the news that said that there's no clear evidence that sending migrants to Rwanda will deter channel crossings, according to MPs. The Commons Home Affairs Committee uh, accused ministers of a hunting down radical new plans that might do good headlines. So that's the story. But I didn't get that far, because I just saw the headline. Because the headline for this in one newspaper is Rwanda Plan Rap. And I saw that and thought, oh, a rap. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Steve, surely you didn't put together a rap based on the headline that doesn't even really fit the story. Surely that would be a waste of all your time, Steve. We well, say that, but here's what I did. She's Pritzi Patel, and she's had many plans to stop illegal immigration coming to these lands. She's tried using big boats to splash back at dinghies, but that plan was scrapped. Because, well, the thing is, you can't sink the ships and the boats and the rafts that you're claiming to save. That's proper daft. So she hatched a new plan in her imagination to sort out the problem of illegal immigration. To the Daily Mail types, she likes to pander. She said, I know, let's send them to Rwanda. They claim that to traffickers, it's a deterrent. Yeah, nice idea. But the message is errant. You see those planned flights are not taking off. The message it sends is just getting lost. If you want people to think that the UK's a bad bet, say you'll give them free tickets on EasyJet. We've got one that pertains to the issue of cost of living, I think. I would call this cost of living. I say that so that I get to use the jingle. It costs how much? It's a very good question, Martin. And what happened is I got a message from Ted in Elm Park. He says that uh, he sent this through the other day, but pointed out how it was on like the hottest day of the year, so we didn't expect it to be done then. But here's the question. He says, hi, Steve. Um, he makes a very interesting point about how much things cost. He says, uh, for a hottest day today, but my local pub prices have gone up. £4.60 for a pint of cider. You're a cider drinker. Knew there was something touchy about him. £4.60 for a pint of cider. How much? It costs how much? Heard a barmaid saying, someone will walk out today. Bet they sell a lot of people just the one pint, says Ted and Pop. So the question is, how much before you walk out? That's an interesting, because I remember when I was growing up, my dad said, if a pint of bitter ever went over a pound a pint, he'd stop drinking. 
He didn't, but you know, it felt like a really good protest for a while. Being of the North originally, every so often, if I go into London and we go out for a drink, it still just gets me Northern hackles up. Went into a place like £5.50 for a pint is wrong. No. Any, as soon as it's gone over the fiver, you're having a laugh, aren't you? And I bought a glass of wine for my missus once, £9.50. And I was this close to doing the, like, I would have I would have made my accent even worse. I was this close to going, hey up love, I, I ordered uh, a glass, not bottle. Thankfully I didn't, but I don't know the question. It doesn't matter, really, I suppose, when you think you'll stop drinking. Because the prices will go up and you'll still drink, but you just moan about it more. This one's really taken the shine off my day. According to Boffins, that's right, got this from a tabloid. The ability to walk whilst focusing on your mobile phone is a skill that more than half of us with, are born with. Movement boosts some people's mental abilities, allowing them to multitask. A team found that 14 in the 26 improved on a task while walking, due to the change in their brain function. And I find this a sad story because, oh. I prefer it when you see someone focusing on their phone and they walk face first into a lamppost. You know, there's no greater joy in a person's life than when you see someone else just go ting, face right and ting, or, or maybe they hit their mobile phone into the lamppost first. And I'll still laugh at that. I'm not cruel. The fact that more than half of us are better at doing things when we're looking at our phone. We're actually better at using the phone when we're walking. I once came up with an idea, which was to have, you know, you've got the front facing camera to take selfies and the other facing camera to do like normal pictures. I thought have one at the, the beveled edge of the top of the phone so you can have in-screen display. As you're walking and looking at your phone, you could see a picture of what's coming up ahead. But then I also realized if anyone made that, it would reduce the number of times I see people go ting face first into a lamppost. So I didn't make anyone develop it. So another news story, which this one I think is useful because it's made me change how I live my life. There was a model, uh, an Instagram person though, so not a real one, who in America, she there's a story in the papers where she went up to a house and stripped down to a bikini and took some pictures. And you think, fine, you know, that's what you do if that's what you do. But the thing is, she didn't own the house. She's called Holly Cheeseman, which sounds like a made up name, doesn't it? If you were trying to suddenly come up with a fake name by looking at things around you and you're in the middle of a Christmas dinner, you'd be like, my name, it's uh, Holly Cheeseboard. Che Cheeseman, Holly Cheeseman. But apparently it's a real name. And she went up to this two million pound house, stripped off down to a bikini, took some pictures because it looked great on the gram. The guy who owned the place saw all of this on his security cameras. And that's, firstly, tells you the difference between America and the UK. If you're looking at your ring doorbell and someone comes up to your house and drops their trousers, they're not taking pictures. They're not taking anything, they're leaving something. And it won't be an Instagram model, it'll be a builder. But it made me realize it's not fair, is it? Rich people have Instagram models coming up to their house and taking off their clothes. So what I've done is in the front garden, you know at the seaside, you get those big boards with uh, holes cut out to put your face in so you can have a photo taken. I put one of those in the front garden. So when people come round, stick their face in it, you can see the bottom from the front room. Not the only thing that makes you give up hope of society. Look at this one. Um, apparently, 10 million Brits will have a mullet by December. It's all the fault of Stranger Things making them popular again, but 10 mil we're a nation of under 70 million. Over a seventh of us are gonna have a mullet. 
The hairdo, which takes around six months to develop, is totally back in fashion according to people who know about these things, as fans of the hit Netflix series look to copy the show's retro vibe. 14% of blokes and 9% of women are grown one. Can women have mullets? Is that, is that just not long hair on them? 14% of blokes. Um, so, and this is according to you, Switch, who did a, a survey. Why are they surveying that? I mean, like, if if you're switching from one mobile provider to the next, or one gas supply to the next, fair enough. If you're switching hairdo, we don't need you, you Switch. I'm not looking for a cheaper hair supply. Anyway, they ran the poll, and apparently Stranger Things has influenced a revival in 80s fashion, including denim vests and mullets. Well, I think I'm doing my 80s retro in a different way, thank you. Through train strikes and issues to do with who's in charge of the government. A couple of messages to go through before we head off then. Rodders says, love the hot watch jingle of yesterday's hot watch. Well, well, I'm sure it will be back because these weather events happen more frequently. Oh, it's just weather. It is, and it happens a lot. Speaking of some of the weather ones, um, apparently John got in touch, who's now down in Somerset. Uh, Nostradamus predicted earthquakes, fires and floods and he pretty much was spot on what he forgot to mention was the Tory party a little bit of politics and an email from Darren Griffiths this should be any other business really but he was saying that yesterday it was so hot he went to sit on the loo just to give some air to his bottom it's not even the worst part of the email he said that uh, let me get this, the sound effect that bleeps not a moment too soon as my looked like Yoda in a sauna Okay, well, thank you Darren Griffiths for that and that's your podcast done for another day. Thank you for subscribing. I did a sneeze during the show, I don't know if you noticed, and just nearly did a burp there. You've got the full range. There's very few bodily functions that aren't on this show. Stay tuned for more um, you c- for more shows, more podcasts, not more bodily functions. Well, yeah. you can subscribe wherever you found this, and you could tweet me, at Mr. Stephen Allen. Till next time, bye.